I think that's why it's really important too, thinking about this kind of full funnel approach to digital is, yeah. is that we are adding value up front and in a lot of ways, just not asking for anything in return uh, and building that trust. And then eventually as we keep going, it'll kind of be mutual and we'll eventually be able to ask ask for a little bit more from from these prospects, right? So that, that's kind of what I mean by a paid media engine. You know, it's really just that full funnel approach. You're listening to Digital Conversations with Billy Bateman, the demand gen leader source for the latest revenue strategies presented by Chat Funnels. All right, everyone, welcome to the show today. I am your host, Billy Bateman, and this is Digital Conversations presented by Chat Funnels. Today, my guest is the esteemed Gavin Tanner. How are you doing, Gavin? Doing well. Yeah, doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Excited to have you on. Um, so before we get into it, we're going to talk about building a, a full funnel with media, um, that that whole campaign, everything that goes into it, something you've done. Um, but introduce us. If people don't know you, like who's Gavin? What are you all about? Tell us a little bit about your journey to get where you are today and then a little bit about Matillion and what you guys do. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so uh, right now I'm currently a senior demand gen manager at Matillion. Um, but I, as far as marketing goes, I kind of grew up um, in, in digital marketing in paid media. Um, so I started at a couple different ad agencies um, and got my feet wet there and was lucky enough to, to have some really awesome mentors uh, at both agencies. And, um, and then from there, I went in-house um, to uh, Lucid. Uh, and did demand gen over at Lucid. Um, and then after Lucid, went to a company called Drip. Um, and then from Drip came to Matillion. So I've been at Matillion now for about seven months. Um, and, you know, Matillion, same kind of same gig as some of my other previous ones. I, I own um, all of our top of funnel lead gen, um, specifically on digital channels. Um, I own a lot of our third party um, relationships as well with some of our vendors. Uh, and then I'm really heavily involved too in, in how we continue to nurture those leads. And uh, in Marketo, we use Marketo um, to to keep pushing them down the funnel. So um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. And then as far as Matillion goes, so Matillion is a, a cloud native ETL uh, software. So we help businesses um, extract their data from various sources, um, load it up into their cloud. Um, whether that's, you know, a snowflake or if they're on Redshift and then transform that data. Um, so the, the product uh, is probably not not accurately named. We do ELT so we can actually transform the data on the cloud platform, uh, which is a little bit unique. So, um, yeah, that's, that's a little bit about Matillion. Cool. Cool. I love it, man. So when we talked about doing a podcast, we wanted to talk about building a paid media engine that really like moves people through the funnel. So, you know, let's start just at the like high level. What's important to think about when you're building out a paid media engine or funnel. And then, you know, what do you mean when you told me this is kind of your term, like paid media engine, like what does that mean to Gavin? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So yeah, I, th I think I'll start with the second one first, just kind of defining like what I mean by paid media engine. Cause I think, Whenever you're whenever you're looking at running paid media specifically, you know, on, on digital, it it can be easy to fall into the trap. And I I know I certainly fall into this uh, probably consistently of 
just kind of running these separate campaigns, almost like blasting out campaigns, whether it's eBooks or demo uh, type ads, um, all for the sake of just trying to generate leads. Um, yeah. When I think about a paid media engine, I'm thinking of really something that it really thinks about more the, the journey that we're taking these people on. So uh, I, I always kind of like giving the analogy, and this is certainly not a new analogy, but that marketing is very much like a relationship, right? You're, you're not going to walk up to someone on the street that you just met and ask them to marry you. Uh, in a similar fashion, you shouldn't walk up to someone digitally with your ads and just pop up a demo request ad without ever having built a relationship and added value to that person. So I think when I think about a paid media engine, I think about what is the journey we're taking these people on from a digital perspective and how do we actually prep them for us to pop the question, right? And to, to really get them on the phone and start talking to sales. Um, and so, you know, I think there's, as far as the importance goes in that, I mean, again, going back to the analogy, whenever we show that we've added value to somebody um, and, and they see that value coming from us, it builds a lot of trust. And whenever they trust you as a brand and as a company, they're more likely to, to dive deeper into what you do. Um, and so I think that's why it's really important too, thinking about this kind of full funnel approach to digital is, yeah. is that we are adding value up front and in a lot of ways, just not asking for anything in return uh, and building that trust. And then eventually as we keep going, it'll kind of be mutual and we'll eventually be able to ask, ask for a little bit more from, from these prospects. Right. So that, that's kind of what I mean by a paid media engine. You know, it's really just that full funnel approach. Okay. Okay. And then, you know, as you're thinking about building this, you mentioned like, don't ask for anything in return, just give value up at the top. You know, what other things are important to think about when you're, you're starting to build this out? Yeah, totally. So, um, you know, I think it's important to know what is your end goal? Like, I guess, what is the, the, the final step that you want someone to take? Uh, depending on your business model, that's going to be different probably for everybody. Some might be, I want someone to end up at signing up for a free trial of my product. Others, it might be the end goal is for them to get a demo with sales. So I think it's important that you, you understand that and almost back your way, kind of back up from that and understand, okay, what are some things I can do? What's some things I can offer these people uh, that that's going to add value that will kind of lead them naturally to my final destination where I want to go. Um, so I think that's, that's really important to think about. Um, and then, you know, the other things kind of like almost logistical, right. As far as like, which channels should we be running this on? Is it, is it very much cross channel or does my audience live on a particular channel channel, whether that's LinkedIn or Twitter, Reddit, wherever, right? Like, I think it's important to know where kind of the main places I'm going to be running this. Um, and certainly, a lot of the times it should be cross channel, but um, it's, un it's important to know where does your audience live? Where are we going to find yeah. these people out? No, I, I agree. Like sometimes we, we'll hire people on our marketing team and, and they're like, yeah, Facebook. And we're like, actually our buyers we've tried, they're not really hanging out on Facebook, at least looking to buy, buy yep. a SaaS software. <laughs> so totally, um, you know, they're, they're on LinkedIn. So, yeah. So what yeah, tools, right? <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I mean, I used to actually work in real estate and they're not really on LinkedIn, but they're oh, getting yeah. more and more there. 
but yeah. uh but yeah commercial real estate been slow to adopt uh, linkedin amazing so um what tools are you using as you prepare this like what do you use to to go in to do your research and then to uh to execute yeah, totally. Yeah. So this is going to sound uh, maybe a little bit silly. So the, the, one of the first things and probably the, one of the most important tools I use in just planning this out is uh, I use Lucidchart. Now I'm obviously yeah. biased. I used to work there. So yeah. uh, love the tool, but, but it's really important that you visualize what is this whole thing? What does this whole journey look like? Right. Because, yeah. um, there's a lot of different steps that can go into it. And so it's important to know, okay, if somebody does this action, what should be the following step? And then if they don't do the following step, where do I take them from there? And then if they do, where do I take them from here? And so really that's, that's one of the biggest things I use is, is building out the full, the full flow in a lucid chart diagram, just understanding, you know, where, where am I taking these people um, and then, you know, certainly like then understanding, uh, your audience again, I, one thing I like to do is even just getting a feel for, for maybe the audience size, uh, LinkedIn certainly is a place where I live a lot. Right. So I'll go in and maybe build just an example campaign and just start plugging in different types of audiences and just playing around with, okay, if I go after this job title, uh, or like this skill set or um, X, Y, and Z, how big is my audience size? Is that big enough? Is that too narrow? So kind of just starting to uh, tinker around with it a little bit to understand, you know, am I going wide enough to begin with to, to kind of bring this down full funnel? Yeah, dude, I, I love that you start with Lucid. I, I love the product as well. We use it when we're thinking about... Uh, really on our product side of things. Okay, like somebody signs up for a free trial, they need to do these things to be successful. You know, like what's the order of operations and how do we bring them back if they've skipped a step? Yep. So it's a great way to just organize your thoughts and see it visually. So totally um, yeah. free plug, free plug right there for Lucid. Chart. I know we, we need to get Lucid <laughs> advertising on this thing. Man. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're great. We, we'll edit, we'll edit this out and we'll take away their free <laughs> advertising. <laughs> um, okay. So if you could uh, give us an example, like you said, you know, you outlined this, you know, obviously like we're, we're a podcast, so we're not going to watch you, you know, on Lucid, but, but just walk us through your example of how you think about like step one could be this and, and I don't care if you're driving towards a demo or a free trial, but uh, yeah. what does that journey typically look like in your mind? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So ideally, the way I, I like starting these out is with video at the very top. Um, okay. And, and a couple of reasons for that. So the, the one thing I really love about having video at the top is it's one, it, we all know it's just incredibly consumable, right? It's so easy to watch 15, 20, 30 seconds of a video. What's yeah. really awesome, though, is most all platforms now, at least LinkedIn and um, and YouTube, they allow you to retarget people based on how much of a video you've watched. So on LinkedIn, if someone has watched 50% or 75% of my video, I then can retarget those people with a very specific ad. So if somebody has viewed 75% or 100% of my video... I, I would probably push them to maybe it's an ebook that's a little bit maybe mid funnel type ebook. 
um, that's maybe talking a, a lot more in depth about whatever the video is about. Um, but if someone only watched 25%, 50%, I would push them to a much more top of funnel type of ebook that's way more yeah. thought leadership, right? So then from there, you can do a lot of uh, more retargeting. So then if somebody downloads the ebook, then you're going to keep moving them down the funnel. If they download, maybe you start serving up uh, free trial ads or demo request ads or case study ads. Um, if they don't download the ebook, maybe you show it to them for 30 days. And then after that, you move to something a little bit higher up in the funnel. Maybe they weren't quite ready for whatever you were serving them. So, um, but, but what I like to think about too, whenever serving up video at the top is starting with a really, a, a pretty broad audience. Obviously like you need to be targeted enough to where you're not getting video views that are just a waste of your money, but, yeah. but you really want to keep that pretty large. Um, and again, I, I'll reference back to LinkedIn, you know, I, I'm, th I'm talking over 500,000 people or more so that you just have a very large amount of people. And, and really the, the carrot there is if they view the video, you know, they're at least somewhat interested in what you're talking about. If they only viewed 25%, they may not be quite there. Maybe it's worth serving them up. Like I said, maybe a top of funnel ebook or even just an ungated blog post just to kind of warm them more. Then you can retarget them. Anyone that touches that blog post with your ebook. So a lot of this is based on almost creating your own, like your own audience pool, right? So yeah. I think a lot of times as marketers, we rely on our retargeting pool just based off of our website visits. And then uh -huh. just what can we do pure prospecting? Um, but this is kind of a way to kind of create your own, your own pool of audience. And whenever you use video, you can get a really large audience for pretty cheap. Um, and then you can kind of move from there. Awesome, man. I like it. I like it. So what have you seen are the benefits of, of taking this full funnel approach to your media? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, I mean, first and foremost, I, I think at the very end of it all, I think you're going to end up seeing cheaper CPLs. Um, it, it takes a little bit longer because you're, you're taking the time to really build that relationship and warm people up. But yeah. if you can, if you can be patient with it, I think you're going to see higher click-through rates and, and even more importantly, lower CPLs, higher quality leads that are coming through because, you know, on the one hand, you could maybe just go and blast out an ebook just cold to an audience and you're going to get downloads and, you know, maybe your CPL is decent, but that's the first touch they've ever had with you. Or if you yeah. go the other route and you really warm this audience up, by the time they're downloading that ebook, not only should that ebook download be at a lower CPL, but that person's now had two or three touches with your brand. And so the, the lead quality will also, um, or at least should, if you're, if you're doing it and your messaging's right, it should increase. Um, so that, that's one of the biggest benefits I see with this is that, you know, it, again, it does take time um, because yeah. you gotta, you gotta be patient with building the audience um, and you got to put a little bit of trust in that we're spending this money up front, but we're building a really high quality audience that we can then retarget. But yeah, CPLs lower uh, and higher quality leads on the back end. I love it, man. I love it. So, you know, in theory, all of this sounds amazing. Uh, we all know, you know, like come up with a good idea, a plan. It all sounds great. The devil's in the details of execution. So what have you found to be the challenges to making something like this work? Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah. So, I mean, mentioning just one of them, I mean, it does take time. So you have to be patient with, with letting this bake. Um, and, and I guess a challenge along with that is we, as marketers, we all have goals we have to hit, right? Like we all have yeah. MQL numbers and opportunity and, and qualified pipeline that we have to go hit. And so, um, so I think that can be a challenge and I think, um, you know, getting buy off from, from management to say, Hey, maybe let's just test this small segment going more of a full funnel approach. It might take a little bit longer to see longer lasting results, but I think they're going to be there. Um, so I think that is a challenge. Um, the other thing too, is it is, it is more work. It's more effort. Um, it's pretty easy to spin up a campaign on LinkedIn and just start blasting eBooks. And again, I mentioned at the beginning, I'm certainly guilty of that. And I think we all are right. We need leads in the yeah. door. That's just kind of the way we operate. But, um, but yeah, I think having the patience um, and and putting in the extra work to really think about what is this journey like? Like if I'm in the buyer situation, what do I want to be seeing online? And what do I like? How do I want this experience to go? So it does yeah. take a lot more thought and effort in that regard. So time, patience, and then you got to get buy off from management to, to be able to run something like this. But um but yeah, those are some of the challenges that I've seen. Okay, man. So for anyone listening to this and they're thinking like, hey, I want to give it a shot. What is your one piece of advice for them to, to get start as they get started? Yeah. So my, my one piece of advice is it's uh, don't be a perfectionist with it. Uh, just build something and and get it going as best you can and then iterate on top of that. Um, I know I've definitely fallen guilty of that too, of, of trying to make it so perfect that you end up getting nothing off the ground. Um, and so it's important to just get something concrete, keep it really simple at first. Maybe it's just like a three-step, very simple approach. Um, but then build off of that. You can make it a lot more complicated once you kind of have your foundation. So that, that would be my, my advice. I love it, man. I love it. I, I agree with you hundred percent on anything. Like my grandpa, he, he used to say to us, he's like, I'm not much for looks, but I'm hell for production. Uh, <laughs> and you, you just got to get something done at first. Totally. And you, you'll make it better. You know? Yep, absolutely. Um, so I love it, man. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, Gavin, and learn more about this, continue the conversation or learn about Matillion, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Yeah. Just hit me up on LinkedIn. Uh, message me, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn and yeah, let's chat. I'm always down to chat. Okay, man, dude, this has been awesome. And, uh, and we'll chat later. Awesome. Sounds good. Thanks, Billy. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Remember to rate review and subscribe. And for past episodes, go to chatfunnels.com slash podcast.